Happy, happy Saturday, everybody. The Great Michigan Weekend for February 10th. And man, oh man, it sure didn't feel like February yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I know. And I think it's going to be a record today. Too. Is it really? I think so. Yeah. Close That's to remarkable. it. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. <laughs> news reports uh, came out that said Cam Carmen was wearing white terry cloth shorts and washing her car in the driveway. <laughs> Who found that out? <laughs> Who saw me? <laughs> you remember those shorts? Yes. <laughs> terry cloth, white shorts. Terry cloth. Yeah, yes. They were kind of like a precursor to uh, sweats, but, you know, mm-hmm. very yeah. short. And uh, <laughs> they had a was, drawstring, remember? A drawstring. As I recall, that was a pretty popular thing to put on uh, after swimming or if yeah. you had, have your suit on underneath. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That we would like to see. Well, we've got a lot of things to talk about. Of course, tomorrow, the soup. Bowl, so uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of different things to, uh, to to get into here, but let's start at the basic level. Dave Rieger, our producer on the Great Michigan Weekend, and our sports director for our show, is here to tell us how things are shaping up. And I guess you're going to also run down the fact that no one played uh, or is playing today, right? Yeah, every uh, every local team that we would talk about is playing today, Jim. We'll we'll start out with the Wings. They're going to be uh, at the LCA welcoming in the Vancouver Canucks today at 1 o'clock. Uh, Illinois, they come to the Breslin Center to face MSU. 2 o'clock, WGR's broadcast will start at 1. Pistons there in L.A. to face the Clippers at 3.30. Detroit, by the way, how about the Pistons? They're on a two-game winning streak right now. Will Boy, they I, will they get to double digit wins? It, it looks like they will. It looks like they will get to ten. I think, and I certainly hope they will. I felt so bad for the coach though. Yesterday, the one of the reporters actually asked him at the press conference, "Do you think you're the right man for the job?" <gasps> oh, oh, that, that was the uh, oh, that was the um, the uh, the general manager actually. Oh, okay, yeah, that was the All GM right. for the Pistons. Yeah, wow, that. Yeah. Uh, that is a tough one to get right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. I think I might have known the person uh, very well who asked that question. So, was yeah. it your brother? Really? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So, are you related to this person? <laughs> I, I might be. So, <laughs> yeah. So good. So, so good for him. Um, yeah. Uh, the Wolverines. Uh, they're welcoming in uh, Nebraska. I'm sorry. They are in Nebraska to take on the Cornhuskers. That game will tip at six thirty, and so everybody uh, playing today. Before uh, Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow at 6.30, 49ers and the Chiefs. Niners are a two-point favorite. And so with this game coming up and with the popularity of, of course, Taylor Swift, who's like a story about her. It's like a she's her own topic when it comes to the Super Bowl. Uh, I decided to uh, go into the, the crack research team here at the Great Michigan Weekend and find out some connections that Taylor Swift has with the Super Bowl because her okay. lucky number, as we know, is 13. That's and Taylor's lucky yes, number? Taylor Swift's lucky number is 13. And, okay. oh, my, there are a lot of connections with the number 13. First of all, we'll start out with this is the 58th Super Bowl. Five plus eight is 13. The event will be <laughs> okay. held on February 11th. 211 is 13. The Chiefs. Ooh. The Chiefs are facing off against the 49ers. Four plus nine is thirteen. 13. The 49ers have the the 49ers are the number one seed in the playoffs. The Chiefs are the number three seed in the playoffs. <laughs> 13. That's thirteen. 
Wow. This game that's taking place is at Allegiant Stadium. This is the home of the Raiders. The Raiders will draft 13th in the 2024 <laughs> draft. Okay? The Chiefs' first playoff game this year was January 13th. Travis Kelsey's okay. number is 87. 100 minus 13 is 87, yeah. <laughs> who happens to be the boyfriend of Taylor Swift. Okay? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Okay? This will, <laughs> this will mark the 13th game that Taylor Swift will attend this year if she makes it. Okay? Wow. She has to travel 13 hours from Tokyo <laughs> to get to the game. All right. Oh my gosh. Patrick Mahomes' win against the Bills earlier in this playoff season was his 13th playoff win. The 49ers quarterback, Brock Purdy, his jersey number is 13. 13? Wow. And the last one and the craziest one is Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, has gained 262 yards and scored three touchdowns during this postseason. I'll add up two plus six plus two plus three, and you get 13. 13. Holy cow. <laughs> Somebody actually uh, came up with all of this, did some so, yeah. so Some stats, dirt, so, uh, you know. Nerd. I mean, this is so either this is really good news for the Chiefs or really bad news because 13 is not like, is like an unlucky number, right? Traditionally, supposedly, you know, an unlucky number, like uh, there are a lot of high rise buildings and offices that don't have a 13th floor. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Friday the 13th is supposed to be an unlucky day, a scary day. And uh, Taylor Swift was apparently born on Friday the 13th, too. Okay. <laughs> wow. I think well, she has an album named yes. 13. And, yeah. and, and I think that she won her 13th Grammy this year or something. <laughs> There's no end to this. Well, yeah. the, the real question is, how do we use this giant coincidence involving all these stats adding up to 13? How do we use this to our advantage? Like, uh, how do we place a bet with the mm -hmm. number 13 so we can hopefully cash in on this? I'm thinking yeah. that, uh, here's what I think. I think that if you get squares and you get the numbers one and three, Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty, maybe potentially lucky for you. Okay. You know, all right. I, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just really crazy that all of these different numbers somehow add up to her lucky number 13 hmm. in this game. Well, we will see where this goes. And now I can't get it out of my head. I'm going to be thinking of the number 13 all, all day long. Me too. Right. Me and she's, too. And she's uh, played such a big role. Uh, you know, it seems to be in this season and it's been such a huge storyline so mm -hmm. um it sure. should be a pretty interesting now one some other interesting facts about the game itself is the the niners are going for their sixth championship which would tie them with the the, the steelers and the um the patriots right the uh the, the chiefs are going for their third their third super bowl in the past five years uh kyle shanahan his dad Mike Shanahan won back-to-back -back Super Bowl. He's the coach of the Niners. His dad won back-to-back -back Super Bowls with the Broncos back in the day. So there's a family connection there. And Christian McCaffrey's dad, Ed McCaffrey, played for Mike Shanahan on those Broncos teams. <laughs> so you've got, you've, got, you've got a lot of different uh, 
connections going on in this game. Yeah, it's a small sports world. Well, that is remarkable. So uh, I'm going to be looking for opportunities to play 13 somehow, maybe yeah. lottery or daily numbers or something. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, man, it's, online, it's always- you know, online roulette, something. Mm-hmm. All right. Good stuff, Dave. That's uh, very interesting. And we're going to have some fun uh, continuing on with the Super Bowl theme. Cam has a little quiz and Dave and I will face off with this. It's kind of a test your knowledge of what's true and what's not true regarding Super Bowls. Is that accurate? Yep. Fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. And you get to play along too when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760. Lucky number 13. <laughs> WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, another nice day. Not uh, as nice as yesterday, mm. perhaps, temperature-wise, but uh, pretty decent stuff for the weekend. And then uh, I guess next week we get back into the mid-30s. Uh, yeah. But it, it'll be the third week of February by then. So I know. We're coming up on, keep your fingers crossed, March. Uh, I was just thinking about Dave's list of all the 13 uh, connections, and it mm-hmm. dawned on me that... Uh, WJR 760, 7 plus 6 plus 0 <laughs> equals 13. So there's something going on. All right. Yeah. Cammy's got a little uh, Super Bowl quiz for us. It's a fact or fiction deal, so you can play along at home. We're not playing for uh, prizes right now. Not but playing for play, money. <laughs> like, and and uh, I was thinking about this. Cam's questions here. This could be great tomorrow if you're having a party. Mm-hmm. And you want to impress your friends or maybe have some fun with them. In, yeah, little in, drinking in, game. <laughs> yeah, drinking game. There you go. All right, go ahead. All right. So fact or fiction. The Super Bowl actually got its name after the Kansas City Chiefs owner, who was the owner at the time, saw his daughter playing with a big ball. Fact or fiction. Hmm. Gabe, what do you think? Um, I know that the Kansas, the old Kansas City Chiefs owner did start the Super Bowl. I'm trying to think if that – I think it's fact, actually. I will agree. I think it's fact. It is fact. Yeah. The Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl, actually, that started it all is on display at the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This that's began. Uh, boy, if, that, if that's one of the highlights <laughs> of that museum. <laughs> oh, the Hall, uh, yeah, it's pretty, the, the Hall of Fame is pretty awesome. The football oh, the Hall it? of Fame? Okay, football, yeah. well, yeah, that's is. where we're going to. I don't know if I'd uh, be that excited about, hey, get a picture of me with the big ball. Big ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fact or fiction. For the first three Super Bowls in Miami, there were no tickets. Uh, everyone just sat where they wanted to. Uh, Boy, I, I don't know. Boy, that would kind of be a weird thing because they, they never do that, and it wasn't that long ago. I would say... False. I'd say fiction. Correct. Fiction. You guys got them both so far. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, the tickets, they were they did sell tickets, but they were only 12 bucks. Can you wow. imagine? Oh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now they're like $8,000. Yeah, yeah $8,000 for, for the nosebleeds. Fact or fiction, only four teams in the NFL have never been to the Super Bowl. Of course, Detroit Lions, that's one team. What are the others? Ooh, Dave, this is right up your alley. Okay, so um, Houston Texans is one because mm-hmm. they're an expansion team. Cleveland Browns is another one. Yep. Um, and the third one, 
probably would be Jacksonville Jaguars. You rock. Fact. <laughs> you wow. Was, you got them all? Yeah, you got them all. Nice work, Dave. Yeah, man. Okay, I'm impressed. Okay, fact or fiction. YouTube was inspired by the Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. No, YouTube. that can't be right. I'm gonna I say think, fi- I'm gonna say fiction on that. Yeah, it's a I mean, fact. Is it? <laughs> what? Yes. Somebody saw that really? and said, I'm gonna, "I'm gonna create something and call it oh. YouTube." The owners of YouTube what used to be like a dating site. It used to be. So the time that that wardrobe malfunction happened, one of the owners kept searching the internet, searching, searching, and he couldn't find that clip of the war- wardrobe malfunction. So okay. he said, "All right, I'm gonna do my own thing." Fact. Oh wow. That is amazing. And now, I mean, uh, YouTube is a huge platform. I know. You, know, I know. You, you talk to people all the time or you go on there. It's pretty cool. It, it kind of reminds me of when we were kids and when you had to do a report on something, you went down to the library and grabbed an encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Now, if you want to change the battery in your car's remote key thing, the key fob, yep. you can either dig out your owner's manual uh, or watch somebody do, do it in two I, minutes. Jim, mm-hmm. I actually did that. I actually YouTubed how to do that the, to, to get the remote uh, yeah. for the garage door opener to replace the remote in the uh, in the um, little the little button I, thing. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, anything yeah. that, that pops up or or any hobby you have, people have their own channels, and mm-hmm. uh, boy, a ton of people make big money. I mean, it's a job for them. What did we do? without it influencer yes all right one more fact or fiction more toilets are flushed in the u.s during halftime at the super bowl (laughs) than at any other time any given year wow i don't know i I don't know how they calculate that but i'd say fact (laughs) yeah i would say fact too because uh man uh you think about all the people that you know (laughs) want to wait until the there's a break and the halftime break and uh there's all these parties going on. I would agree with Dave. Fact. It is fiction. I mean, the only thing is, I yeah. I mean, I how how would you calculate? I mean, I know. know. You know yeah, but yeah, you some, could. Some, I mean, you could figure it out if you really spend some time talking to all the water departments all over the mm-hmm. country and. Yeah, to see, to see yeah, how much how much water usage is is uh, used during the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some water treatments that, that, that I was reading that they actually prepare for more usage, but it hasn't really been necessary for, you know, 58 years or however old the right. Super Bowl is. Well, yeah. uh, pretty good. We did pretty well on that, especially Dave. Yeah, you did. On the uh, fact or fiction football. It's interesting. We were uh, discussing parties. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the best party food and some weird things that people are serving up this year but i was thinking um you know people started doing this when they were having backyard barbecues mm-hmm. or a graduation party uh what do you think of the idea if you went to somebody's house for a super bowl party and they had a couple of portajons in the backyard <laughs> i've been that i've been to that kind of party before yeah i, I have to probably be smart i yeah. know i i think it's uh <laughs> it's a self-preservation thing people figure well, I'm glad everybody's over. I'm happy to provide the food and drink, but uh, you know what? I don't want my system to be wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, so head head outside. I have no problem with it as long as they're clean. You know, they've been 
freshly cleaned and right. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I'm good you know, with it. when they deliver those, they're clean. And then, uh, <laughs> can you, you imagine? Know, I don't know if you'd want to do it mid game, but right. Uh, <laughs> then right. They, they come back and pick it up. You never have to talk to the guys. They put it on a truck and, and they're mm-hmm. out of there. not a bad idea. If it but was a big party, I'd do it. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, when you go to a party, I've noticed over the years that, uh, people split up into two groups. There's mm-hmm. the group that wants to see the game and they mm-hmm. sit in the living room by hopefully a big TV. That would be me. <laughs> that would be you. Right. And then they, they talk of course, but during plays and you know, while, while they're waiting for the ball to be hiked, there's pretty, it's pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go nuts every time there's uh, interesting play. Then there's another group that heads right past the living room and goes into the kitchen yeah, and they just want to socialize yeah you're yeah. right want to talk to people have a drink have something to nibble on it's almost like two yeah. parties that's two almost parties. that's uh, almost the, that's almost the problem when you have a super bowl party is you have to keep you have to keep it separate because you have the people that want to watch the game right. and that and it's very intense and then you have the people that want to socialize and you don't want to mix them together because it could it could cause problems you also have the people that are only concerned about um, if the uh, their Super Bowl square hits. Right. So that, that's like See, the, that's like that's like the third group. But yeah, <laughs> You're that right. gets a lot of people involved. And I actually tried to get in one last month, and it was full. Okay. Yeah. They were selling squares. Yeah, I want to be in one. I yeah, love those. No. Right, because at that point you're just rooting for the team to score just to get to your number. You don't care yeah. if, I mean, if, keeps... if you're rooting for them or not, really. Yeah. But then it, it annoys. But then it, it, it annoys the other people, and then mm-hmm. the, and then the, and then another group is all the online people with all of their uh, prop bets that are trying to see if that if those are happening, which Jim will That's have right. uh, later. So. Um, yeah, you've got basically four different groups of people that you have to somehow try to keep separated and happy uh, during a Super party. It's a pretty big undertaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dave's right about separating them because w- there's always that one person that comes into the living room where people are watching the game intently and says, hey, you guys, you want to play charades? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Get out of here. Go away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, hey, you could you guys turn it down? You know, yeah. we're gonna play some could music. You, right. Could you uh, turn it down? Or, oh, or, or they just, you know, or, or you know, uh, they just want to come in and see who's the, the how Usher's gonna do at halftime, mm-hmm. and then they, and then they, and then it's like, okay, you guys can go back to where you know third quarter started. You know, yeah, Dave's right. It might actually be four or five, six groups that you have to kind of manage as the uh, as the party thrower. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to you. Uh, we'll have some uh, tips for you a little later on in terms of Super Bowl food for parties. And uh, we will get into a list of the weird bets. Like I didn't even know this. Dave told us they're called prop bets and they are bets about the game that really don't have anything to do with football or, or what's happening on the field. but. Uh, different things surrounding the event that you can bet on. And some of these are really weird. We'll share that (laughs) with you when we continue here on the Great Michigan Weekend on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Great Michigan Weekend here on Saturday. There certainly are a number of cool things happening around the state, and we're going to tell you a little bit about that in a couple minutes, so stand by for a list of some of the fun events going on. 
And uh, also, we want to remind you to download the WJR app. You know, if you want to really make it easy to listen, I know a lot of people uh, don't have a Magnavox transistor radio that takes <laughs> C batteries like I do. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, geez, I'd love to listen to you guys all the time, but uh, if I'm not in my car, how do I do that? Well, you can download the app for free. You can also go to our website, WJR.com, and uh, listen live there anytime. Yeah. All right. So you don't have something. You know, we were talking about 13 earlier. There is a ton of excitement in the air at uh, one local high school. They're celebrating another huge milestone at Detroit Cristo Ray High School. Guess what? It's the 13th year in a row that 100% of its senior students have been accepted into college. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's amazing. Yeah, so joining us now is Christopher Lynch. He's the president of Detroit Cristo Ray. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, Cam. How are you? Good morning, Jim. Doing hey. very well. Welcome so, to the show, buddy. Thank you so, so much congratulations. for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, Sir, we're very excited uh, about it. Tell us about tell us about this uh, whole event. Celebrated it on on Wednesday with a lot of celebrations for our. Uh, seniors and all of our school and our families as well, uh, because it is the 13th year in a row that uh, our seniors have achieved 100% college acceptance. And we are laser focused on college at Detroit Cristo Ray because we really see it as uh, a game changer and, and breaking cycles and making lives better for everybody. And so we really, from the beginning of when our students even uh, come into send in an application, we start talking about college. And uh, something unique about our program is that we make our students college ready, but also career prepared, because our students are going off at least one day a week, all around the Metro Detroit area, to work at uh, law offices and automotive companies and banks and credit unions and hospitals uh, to help pay for their education at Detroit Crystal Ray. So it's something right. our, our students are extremely hardworking. Mm-hmm. But tell us what the difference is, though, about Cristo Ray. What makes it super unique? Well, what's unique about it is really um, our students, you know, it's a little bit different than other private Catholic schools where families may have to have significant means to, be, to allow them to send their children there. Um, in the case of Detroit Cristo Ray, uh, if, if our families actually uh, make too much, they are not eligible to be part of our program because we really, part of our mission, along with the other 40 or so Crystal Ray schools across the country, is to really focus on uh, those families that would not necessarily have the means, but to really make a difference in the world, allowing them um, to have a great uh, high academics, uh, college-focused, college prep education. It is remarkable, Christopher, and you guys deserve so much credit because nowadays we're always hearing stories about, um, you know, kids uh, aren't doing well on those annual tests. And uh, when you compare it to other countries, we're falling behind in, in some key areas. And then some people talking about, boy, today, uh, some of the kids that are graduating high school are reading at a ridiculously low level, like sixth grade. Um, what do you think is the, is the basic difference? How do you guys get way beyond that point? And now you're talking about people, you know, really shooting for the stars. Well, it, it's a great point, Jim, because 
a lot of times our students are coming in with different backgrounds and it's not like we uh, take only the top of classes and things like that because we really want to see change happen and so we really uh, focus on a number of different programs and, and wraparound uh, services to help our students get up to speed and go even further beyond and a lot of it is having the expectations again from very early on that you can do this you are able to do this and you know i i was uh seeing this program even before i became in this role as a job partner and i saw when our students are given uh the right opportunities they just flourish and None of this could be done, of course, without our, our incredible faculty and staff. They, they really are the fuel that uh, help our students shine so bright. Um, some of the most passionate, mission-driven, dedicated professionals I've, I've ever come in contact with. So pretty and you know, incredible. some of these, all, all of these schools actually are, you know, they're not podunk <laughs> little, you know, college prep schools. These are big schools they're going to. Um, tell us about your student, your 